This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, everybody? Welcome to my brand new show. It's called Chris Stefano presents Chrissy Chaos. Yas, how you doing? I'm here. Now, listen, this show is going to be a little different because, you know, I have a true TV show and I do another podcast with a very famous international star. And, we, and, you know, so there'll be no cursing or anything like that on this podcast. So please come and enjoy it. And, you know, it's just going to be a different vibe. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm Chrissy Chaos. I'll do whatever the hell I want. I'll stick this microphone up my ass right now. I have the most transgender fans you've ever met in your life. I'll go trans on the fucking show. You think I... I mean, shout out True TV. Thank you, because this is my ninth pilot, and I finally got one, so now I'm Chrissy Pickups. But, Bubba's, I'm about the podcast and the fans. I'm wild, okay? The name of the show is Chrissy Chaos, because it's going to be all over the place. We're going to talk about history. We're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about my asshole. We're going to talk about the books I read. I may have my daughter on the podcast. You'll know say, okay? It's wild. You know, any of the History Hyena fans who are here, welcome. Please also go support Giannis Pappas at Yanni Long Days and his podcast. And don't worry about us. We still love each other. We're still the cuties with the smoothies. We just wanted to end the show and do our own things, but still love each other. So, like, don't. I know people have been writing. Anybody on the History Hyena's Patreon or the YouTube or the Reddit have been saying this or that or Chris went corporate. None of that bullshit is true. Went corporate. I went, I'm working for True TV. I make more money doing this podcast that just started and I I'm making no money doing this podcast. Look, some of the stuff, you know, Yanni and I collabed on a lot of stuff, but some stuff was my life and my family. So you may hear the same stuff, but different. Like, you know, on the old show, on, on the History Hyena show, you know, we would call um, um, Jasmine, my my girlfriend, my my um, esposa. We would call her the situation. And over here, we're not going to do that. We're going to call her Snooky. <laughs> Instead, we're going to call her, we're just going to call her another, another name from the Jersey Shore. Do you? Because the situation is from the Jersey Shore, and now Snooky. So you don't want to be Snooky? All right, so we're going to call you Sammy Sweetheart? How about we call you Vinny Guadagnino? Because that kid's ripped, and I want to suck his abs out. We got Homeless Pimp, of course. Homeless Pimp is here. Homeless Pimp uh, will be on the on the one-twos in the background, pulling up stuff. It's going to be a wild vibe in here, okay? I'm doing this one from my house. So I have no studio. I'm genuinely doing this one while the B-A-B-I is in school and my stepson's locked in his room. So that's what's going on. So if his dad sees this, I'm fucked. And Jazz is sitting over there not looking up from her phone while she's eating empanadas because make no mistake, she's five months pregnant and we don't know what we're going to have. A boy or a girl, she will not find out. I've said before, I said on stage, by the way, anybody coming to my stand-up shows, please, christycomedy.com. I got dates coming back. The world is opening back up. I've been doing stand-up. And I said this on stage that I am not this new child out of respect to the new world. I will. I am not going to have a gender reveal for it no matter what. I'm going to let the child decide its gender on its 18th birthday. That's what we're going to do. We will have a gender reveal on the 18th birthday. So stick around because the more this show makes, the better it does. We can pay for my 18-year-old's gender reveal when they want to do that. But I do think it's a boy. Here's why I think it's a boy is Jasmine, um, a.k.a. Vinny Guadagnino, was getting the was getting the, um, we're just going to call her Vinny. When I say I'm talking, when I'm Vinny was getting it, that's just so you know, for the True Blue fans who are here now from day one, Chrissy Chaos, just know that when I'm talking about Jasmine now, I'm calling her Vinny. So when Vinny was getting a, when Vinny was getting a, um, a scan, like a, the, the gender scan, the, the, you know, the doctor asked, the ultrasound tech asked like, hey, do you want to see, you know, the sex. And she said, no, she said, so she said, okay, well then close your eyes. I'm about to reveal the gender. So that makes me think the kid has to have a piece. You got to have a pee pee because how would we reckon? How would I recognize a vagina? It's like either the kid has a really little dick or that's a vag. I realize I'm sitting Indian style, native American style. I'm Chrissy crossovers. I'm Chrissy cross legs. So this is why I'm sitting like this. 
as the show goes on, I will probably get more comfortable and, you know, maybe get a studio. But for right now, it's live from the Love Sectional. Not the Love Sack. This is a Love Sectional. And make no mistake, Love Sack, I know you're not sponsoring the show yet. I do like your couch, but it's not as comfy, wumpy as I thought. But I do love it. And I like this green, this like velvet green. I just really like it. And I feel like it brings out my eyes. Um, but here's another thing with the baby. So we got the, by the way, the baby's due July 4th. I've told you guys this. The baby's due, the due date is July 4th. If it is born on July 4th and it's a boy or a girl, I am naming it Donald. That's just what you're going to have to deal with. I'm Chrissy the Patriot. CTP, I'm Chrissy the Patriot. So, you know, look, here's the thing. I, I, I sent Vinny an article last week saying that Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, quarterback, Tampa Bay Bucks, were filming this uh, two weeks before the Super Bowl. So I'm going to say they won, but no matter what, Super Bowl winning quarterback, the two, I think he has three children. Two of those children are named Benjamin and Vivian. I have suggested Benjamin, if it's a boy, Vivian, if it's a girl. And I was told by Vinny and people in my family that Benjamin is okay, but Vivian, it's the woman, you know, it, it sounds like the prostitute from Pretty Woman that Julia Roberts played. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I want to name her Vivian. If my daughter, if my unborn daughter can grow up to be Julia Roberts prostitute and Pretty Woman, that's a win. I love Julia Roberts. Shout out Julia Roberts. If you'd ever like to come on the show. It's snowing outside, by the way. It's snowing, and we can't... Plimpus just pulled up the seven most famous prostitutes in the history books. So, yeah. Oh, Veronica Franco. Veronica Franco is the most famous toot. The Venetian... Oh, wow, the Venetian. Venetia. So it's just pimpy, but Venetia will come on eventually. Shout out Venetia, the Venetian courtesan. Veronica Franco. She was the daughter, just the most famous prostitute. By the way... Let me just, I know, I'm, I know, you know, but this is Chrissy Chaos. It's a little off track. Why isn't prostitution legal? Can anybody answer me that? Why isn't, if we're in a time where it's all about women being free and you don't want to body shame and you can't tell women what to do and why can't we, why can't they do what they want with their bodies? So like, why, I don't understand. If you're going to make weed legal, you should make getting puss legal. If you want to pay for it, what's the difference? It's like the woman the most attractive thing that human being, I think the most powerful thing in nature is the human vajayjay. And if, if she wants to sell it, why? I don't understand what the issue is. It's like, you know, it's hard to, you know, not grab, go for alcohol and drink alcohol, but people do it. And it's hard not to, you know, want to have sex all the time. But like, I don't understand. I just don't understand why, you know, Vinny, would you, what do you think of that, about that, being a prostitute? No response. No response. No, Vin, go ahead. Um, so, you know, that's what I think. I, I, you know, I don't know. But look, this show, the plan is we're going to try to do each week, you know, some weeks we're going to have guests, by the way. We made you, you know, we'll call in, we'll call in my, uh, my you know, my friends, uh, you know, comedy peers will have guests. But it's going to be great. I'm going to have Giannis as a guest. I mean, that's how wild we are. I mean, people who are like, people who are like, you know, oh, you know, trying to figure everything out. It's like, baby, you know, listen to the farewell app. We love each other. It's all good. It's just, you know, people try and start new things. It's like everything in our world now has to be some kind of drama or negativity. That's for an hour. You know what my goal is each week on Chris Stefano Presents Christy Chaos is just for an hour of your life or sometimes 50 minutes, depending on what the hell's going on, or an hour and 20 minutes if we get ads, um, I want to just make you forget about whatever is negative going on in your life or unhappy stuff and just be silly willy billy for an hour. Like, that's the kind of show that I want to do is just, can you turn off your fucking phone? I'm live on the air here. Jesus, Vinny. I just want, did they, did they hear that? Did they hear that sound? Turn it off. I, um, so I just want you to be positive for an hour. And, and listen, that's not positive, meaning like, you know, we're going to do mantras and shit. I'm just talking about being, I don't take anything serious. I'm Chrissy, let it go. I'm Chrissy Elsa. I'm Chrissy Frozen too. I just let it go. So that's the podcast. It's just about letting go. You know, I do the thing. We're going to, so we're going to have one segment about history called Chris to read the Stefano. 
Then we're going to have an Anxiety Tuesday segment about mental health. And then maybe Chrissy Learns to Read, where I tell you about the book that I'm reading, which it's the same book I've been reading for the past six months, The 48 Laws of Power, which is a good book. I've read The 48 Laws of Power, another book, 1776 by David McCullough, which I've mentioned a thousand times, and um, uh, The Subtle Art to Not Giving a Fuck, which um, I read all those books in about a month span. And now I've just been stuck on 48 Laws of Power for six months because it's a very interesting book. There's, It's a lot of things. Vinny's looking at me. It's a lot. The, 40, the 48 Laws of Power is an interesting book because it's, it's one of those books where it kind of tells you to do things that really you shouldn't be doing. Like here, hold on. I got it right here. Let me get it. Boom. 48 Laws of Power right there, right there. Oh, you know what the good thing about this couch is? You can't hear the farts. They just sink into the couch. So this is an annoying way to sit. We're going to get a desk. We're going to do all that stuff. We're going to figure this whole thing out. But it's just like here. Like one of the laws of power is never outshine the master. That's the number one. Always make those above you feel comfortably superior in your desire to please and impress them. Do not go too far in displaying your talents or you might accomplish the opposite. Inspire fear and insecurity. Make your masters appear more brilliant than they are and you will attain the heights of power. So there you go. You got to just make fucking stupid people think that they're coming up with good shit. When in the reality is you're saying, listen, you dumb fuck. I'm in charge here. But you got to just be subtle about it and shut your mouth. And that's what I do. I play Chrissy Dum Dum. How about that? How about this? You know what we're going to do? This is what we're going to do because it's Chrissy Chaos and I will make up the show as I go along. Um, uh, the Chrissy Chaos, you know what we're going to do? That's the first, for 48 episodes straight, almost a whole year, we're going to talk about one law of power. That's a segment. Every set is going to be one law of power. Vinny doesn't like it. Maybe people could write in for yeah. advice from Chrissy Chaos. But they can write in what? For some advice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like an advice column for Chrissy Chaos. Listen, because here's the thing. I know I'm Chrissy Chaos on my life's out of control, but I got a couple of, uh, I got positives. I'm a dad. I, I, you know, I went to, through graduate school. I played sports. I got Lululemons on. Like, there's positive things. I got a BMW, even though it fucking exploded the first day I had it. I'm never going to German car again. I want to trade in my BMW and get a Ford Bronco, BTW. I'd like to, are you serious with the phone? So yeah, so I think I like that. I like going through one law, through one law, a show. And we'll get more and then, you know, and, and listen, because we, you know, and I also, I'd like, to, I'd like you to write into the show too and tell us if you think the segment ideas are, are stupid or not stupid. By the way, pimp, how do they write into the show? I'll make an email and comment it on this video. You're going to make an email and comment on this video? Okay, so we don't know what the email page is yet. What about ChrissyKS at gmail.com? But we got to see if it's taken. Yeah, we'll see if it's taken. We'll see if it's taken. Imagine Chrissy Chaos is already a taken name. Can we check? If, is Chrissy Chaos even an available name? <laughs> and I don't know how to spell it because I usually spell it C-H-R-I-S-S-I-E. But then, yeah, but then Vinny and Pim tell me I spell it C-H-R-I-S-S-Y. Well, our promo code is that on uh, Massive... Yeah, we got a promo code. If you go to Christy Comedy, if you go to YouTube.com slash Christy Comedy, I've been putting up uh, Christy Quarantities. I don't know if you guys have been uh, enjoying it. And we got a sponsor called Massive Supplements. And the promo code is Christy, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y. Which, by the way, that company, Massive, Massive Supplements or M-A-S-F Supplements, this guy's a wild guy. He's got a challenge up there where if you do, tw- he says you can lose 25 pounds in 10 days. And I'm just too much of a pussy to do it. I'm like, dude. I won't take an Adderall because I think I'm going to have a heart attack. You think I'm going to drop 25 LBs in 10 days? But I may have to do it because make no mistake, I got a true TV show. I have the uh, History of Gender Selection. The History of Gender Selection is up right now in 1059 Dr. Trotula. Wow, I love in 1059 there's still just a fucking Ginzo out there. Dr. Trotula. I'm fucking Johnny Genders. If they wish to have a male child, let them take the womb and vulva of a hare. A hare, H-A-R-E, which I guess is a rabbit. We, by the way, we got to get the baby, Vinny. We gotta, Delilah wants a rabbit, so we're going to have to get her a bunny. We're going to have no choice. We have to get her a bunny. All right. Delilah, if you have, when you see this, when you're old enough, just know that mom didn't want to get you the bunny, but I did. Um, 
If they wish to have a, a male child, let the man take the womb of vul- and vulva of a hair and have it dried up and pulverized. Blend it with wine and let him drink it. Let the woman do the same with the testicles of the hair and let her be with her husband at the end of her menstrual period and she will conceive a male. So that's what it is. So where if I want to have a son, then what I need to do is smash up rabbit testicles and have Vinny drink them. And then my kid will grow a dick. You won't drink. Yeah, that's the thing. Cause she's all, she's vegan. She's vegan. So I won't, I'm not going to be out here drinking rabbit testicles. Dude, I would enjoy them. That's the thing. I would enjoy them. So what? So what? People are like, you know, oh, I don't know anything. I don't know. Are you gay straight? I don't fucking know. What do you think I know? Yeah. The first time I ever met my good friend, Bobby Lee, Shout out Bad Friends Podcast, Bobby Lee Andrew Santino. I, he put a bull dick in his mouth on the on an Opie and Anthony episode. He put a bull dick in his mouth, and I was everyone was like, oh, my God, how could he do that? And I'm like, I would have did that, but the bull dick wasn't in front of me. But that doesn't mean I'm gay? No. Vinny left. Um, what can you do? In the 1700s, it was believed that a man's right testicle and a woman's right ovary were responsible for making boy babies. So people sometimes had their left testicle ovary removed. Fucking Democrats. The right, right testy, right ovary. Aristotle, wow. Aristotle introduced the theory that girl babies were the result of abnormalities. Boys were superior. So when a girl was born, it was because something had gone wrong. I agree. I agree. Something went wrong. When I pulled down Vinny's pants, I was like, where's your cock? He also believed that one was more likely to have a boy if sex occurred when the winds were blowing north and not south, and that the men with thicker sperm were more likely to produce males. Well, I'm Chrissy fucking thick thighs. I'm Chrissy bitch hips, and I got thick, thick sperm, and I got to be honest with you, I only have been making women. So I don't know what's going on with my thick sperm. My thick sperm is just fierce as fuck because I'm pretty sure every time a baby has ever been conceived via my sperm, it's been a girl. I make vaginas. It's just... Huh? I thought you left. What do you mean every time? I thought I didn't see you standing there. No, th- no. Oh, I, this I knew. When royalty gave birth, it was a public event. So, you know, Vinny, you're always saying you want to be my queen. Well, we're going to have an audience at this birth, okay? Did I ever tell you the time when Delilah was born, my daughter was born, my dad showed up? Literally, my dad, remember this? My dad comes in, literally... She's like this. Vinny's like this, like fully wide open. My mom's in there with her flip phone. She's like, where's the camera on this thing? I'm like, it's a flip phone. She was there all night. She's like, she's like looking at her wide open vagina. My dad walks in, literally walks in as she's crowning. Like my daughter's head is coming out. I can feel like, you know, my daughter's head coming out. My dad walks in with the New York Post. He's like, we having a baby? Vinny was like, get out, get out. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And then he yells to me, he goes, yeah, Yankees got rocked last night. Sabathia sucks. So then I go out, and we had already had a gender reveal. He was, it was confirmed we were having a girl. And I go, and I'm like, dad, the baby's born healthy. He goes, was well, it a boy? I was like, no, it's a girl. It's a girl, it's been a girl. We had a gender reveal that it's a girl. So, so Yeah. Oh, pregnancy tests, they've been around a long time. The first, How about this? Do you believe, see, this is, this is it with Chris Reed DiStefano segments. With Chris Reed DiStefano segments, you're going to find mind-blowing things. If I lean too forward, is that bad? Am I out of the shot? Yeah, don't edit any of this out. This is just, we're going raw, raw comedy, raw podcasts. <laughs> Speaking of going raw, the first urine-based pregnancy test was recorded in ancient Egypt in 1350 B.C., more than 3,000 years ago. A woman would urinate on barley and wheat seeds for a few days, and if they grew it, and if they grew, it meant she was pregnant. If barley grew, she was pregnant with a boy, and if wheat grew, she was pregnant with a girl. And that, you got to question the accuracy of those tests, though, because, I mean, it's ancient Egypt. There there was a lot of sand on the things they were peeing on. It's what it is. It's just was a little sandy on those pregnancy tests. So I don't know. In, and also, in, here's a good one. By the way, I'm about to tell you something right now. Mark my fucking words. 
if I ever start a band, if me, Homeless Pimp, Vanity, and Vinny, and my daughter ever start a band, and Tristan, my stepson, ever start a band, this is going to be the name. In, 15, in the 1550s, people known as Piss Prophets, that's the name of the band, the Piss Prophets. The Piss Prophets are coming to town near you. Go to ChristyComedy.com and see when the Piss Prophets are played. We're coming to Atlantic City at, at fucking New Jersey and Phoenix. Claim they could look at a woman's urine and determine if she was pregnant. The Piss Prophets. The concept of hormones was discovered in the 1890s. And, oh, sorry. So, so, that's, so the 1550s was the Piss Prophets where they would look at the pee-pee and they could tell if she was pregnant or not. So I don't know. When I look at my pee, I don't know what's going on. First of all, I don't know. Half the time I think I have a swollen prostate because my pee, first of all, I have to look at my phone when I'm peeing now. That's a new thing. Like if I don't have my phone in there, I have to, I can't pee. The pee just won't come out. And my pee starts and stops all the time. It just starts and then stops, starts and then stops. So, and when I look at my, my pee is always neon green from taking vitamins I take multivitamins all day, and my pee is like neon bright green. So I wonder if ancient Egyptians or the piss prophets looked at my pee, they would be like, what is this kid having an alien baby? Why do you have neon green pee-pee? And I'd be like, because I have fucking it's vitamins. It's men's health, Cleopatra. Oh, yeah, here we go. Piss prophets and the wheel of urine. You heard of the wheel of fortune. Now we got the wheel of, ur- the wheel of urine. The wheel of urine. So, yeah, that's a big thing with urine is, you know, in, in Japan... In Japan, they have um, in Japan they have toilets now where you pee in the toilet and it uploads, it emails the results of your urine to your doctor. How nuts is that? I mean, literally, we're doing mail-in voting ballots, and in Japan, if you pee in the toilet, it emails the results immediately to your doctor. Immediately to your doctor. It's a wild thing. I don't know where I learned that. I forgot. I forgot where I learned that. Playing Nintendo or something. Come through. That's the thing. I'm doing this thing live from my living room. So my family's going to walk in and out of the shots, and there's just nothing we could do about it. Okay? Yeah, look at this. The most elaborate toilets in the world. See that? Spending some time in the bathroom is a fact of life, so why not make it comfortable? Japan has become the world's most sophisticated innovator in lavatories and is now notorious for its complicated smart toilets. So you just genuinely, you just pee pee in the toilet and it emails the results. It just emails it right to to your doctor. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. They also have ice cream that doesn't melt. The Japanese have ice cream that doesn't melt? Yeah. Well, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing after you get nuked. When you get a nuclear bomb, a lot of that radiation, I know it's horrible and it's bad, but it makes wild things happen, like, you know, extra cells in the brain. and You just, you can't discount, like, were they this successful before they before the nuclear bomb happened? I don't know. It could be a theory that the nuclear bomb... Let's talk about the positives of the nuke. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, oh, by the way, Twitter has permanently banned um, the MyPillow CEO, Mike Lindell, um, after he continually perpetrated the baseless claim that Trump won the 2020... Uh, U.S. election. So, yeah, that's just going to be one of those things we deal with where it's like, you know, people are just going to keep saying Trump on the election. And it's like, you know, it's just like whatever it is, you know, like whatever. I mean, my stepson's getting yelled at in the back. What can you do? Um, It's just like people are just going to keep saying he's president. And, you know, I'm fine. I mean, that's the thing. Like, can't we just get to a place where, like, just let people sound off? Like, the reality is, is he's not president. Whether you think this was rigged or that was rigged or this kind of people run the government. Like, can't you just, like, like, just let people say it. Like, even Parler, like, just let that come back. Like, and you, like, can't people just, like, make a choice? Like, why does everybody have to, like, agree with everything? Like, even when I was talking about it the other day with, with uh, a member of my family about, you know, like abortion and pro-choice, pro-life and pro-choice. It's like, it's like, yeah. Can you guys stop talking? I'm doing the podcast. We're going to have to do it in the living room for a little while till I can afford a studio space. Use the shed. It's fucking freezing outside. Can you guys just keep it down? I'm getting to a good point about abortion. Come here. Come listen, Tristan. You're 10 years old. <laughs> so... Um, you know, we're talking and it's like, whether you're pro-life, pro-choice, it's like, I get both sides of it. I get, 
I get if you're pro-life and you, you know, you believe a life's a life and, you know, like you're, you know, you, you feel you're playing God because you're murdering a, a baby. I understand that. And then pro, pro-choice of, I understand it's the woman's right to choose whatever her body wants to do. If she wants to decide then that's fine. And the people who get mad at that are playing God by trying to tell another human being what to do. So in my opinion, either way, you're both trying to play God. You're just justifying it in different reasons. One is trying to play God because you're saying God puts life and the other one's trying to control is play God by saying, I can tell other humans what to do. It's like, what does it concern you? I think like we have to make the world a little bit of a smaller place. I know, I'm sorry, my balls are out. I know, I, I think like, you know, because ultimately it's like, what, like, why do I know that fucking koala bears are going extinct in Australia? It's like, that. I don't want to know that. I mean, it sucks, but it's like people, let the people in the neighborhood that have koala bears figure that out. Like I worry about shit on my block. If I see stuff happening on my block or in my neighborhood, I try to help out. I try to help a local business. Or if I see somebody like, you know, putting, you know, stuff in the wrong garbage can, it's like, all right, go help it out, whatever. But it's like, why do I need to know about the problems happening miles away even in our own country it's like this whole connected thing it's giving people a lot of anxiety and stress like every day you wake up it's like you got your own problems to deal with and then it's like and now i gotta worry i gotta know that you know they lit portland on fire or this person died here or there was an injustice there it's like control the things that are in front of you like that's what i tell my my kids i'm like if you see something happening bad in front of you react here's here's right from wrong but it's like you know, you go online and you start to get chime in about things that you know nothing about because you saw a catered edited video of it online. It's like, what are we doing? That's a sickness. Like that's like, make your world a little smaller. That's, that's my opinion. Now, you know, I'm also doing a, I'm also doing a podcast from my couch in my living room and I have my family locked in the back. So, and I, I can only do this podcast for a certain amount of time because I have to pick up my kid from school. But I, I do still think if you make your life smaller, you'll just get a lot healthier. You know, that's the Anxiety Tuesday segment of this of this podcast is just make that's my advice for this episode is make your world smaller. Don't get so wrapped up in everybody else's problems. We all have enough problems. I'm not saying don't help people. Of course, go help when you can. But don't get kept up at night by something happening across the world. It's like we, the, the, this separation, man, like. You know, if, if it's going to affect you, yes. But, you know, if you see something online, you want to donate to a good cause, fine. But it's like, you know, you know I, I got to now yell about what's happening in Hong Kong. Like, I know the Chinese took over and it's fucked up. But like, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to get out there and start? No, I just go, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't even like Chinese food. And it's no disrespect. I just don't like it. I, I, you know, sushi I like. I, you know, I told you I'm fucking Christy Chaos. I like sushi, but I eat it with a fork. That's the thing with me. I do eat it with a fork or with my hands because the chopsticks, you know, I can't do that. But I like, I don't like Chinese food. I don't like beef and broccoli or chicken and broccoli or shrimp or broccoli. I don't like it. Egg rolls, I kind of, they're okay, but I'm trying to eat fried foods, I'm trying to go 2,500 cows or under. I got my fitness pal app. They're not a sponsor, but that's the app I use. Have you ever heard any of the, horror stories about new york chinese food new york chinese food horror stories yeah like no um, what happened i know in my neighborhood my dad told me they raided the chinese food place and found like cages of pigeons in the basement cages of pigeons what, was mike tyson there <laughs> yeah no no i know what they say oh chinese food it's it's cat meat it's dog meat i know that's not why i don't eat it i just i just don't like it like you know i don't know why i i but it's like you know if you say that nowadays it's like what are you racist against the chinese no I'm not racist against the fucking Chinese. Everything I own is made in China. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like, I love when people say that. What are you, anti-Chinese? No, dude. Literally anything I buy supports China. The whole shebang. What's up? It's Chrissy Standups. Listen, February 12th, 13th, Valentine's Day weekend. I'll be doing Atlantic City, New Jersey, the Celebrity Theater. Then February 25th to the 27th, hot, 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 Phoenix, Arizona, House of Comedy. Then just added March 6th, the Vogel, Red Bank, New Jersey. We just added two shows there. Go get them. The tickets sold out real quick last time. Go to chrisdcomedy.com for tickets. That's chrisdcomedy.com for tickets. I'm Chrissy Standups. Let's have some fight, yun. 
Budweiser's not going to run a commercial during the Super Bowl for the first time in 37 years. I'm 36, so almost. Instead, it will channel money into boosting vaccine awareness. So there you go. They're not going to have the Budweiser horses commercial. Instead, they're going to tell you to go get the vaccine. I, now, listen, members of my family have gotten it. And, you know, it's fine. Aunt Colleen has gotten it. She said she's fine. She's totally fine. She's a smoker. And she's fine. She likes the vaccine. You know, she said she feels safe. People feel, even if they're putting a microchip in you, even if you're from the campus, like, oh, the Bill Gates microchip. Now, you know, uh, they're going to know they're going to be able to digitally scan me and I'm, they're going to upload my fucking credit card into my wrist. Fine. At least you get over the f- fear of having, of dying of Corona. It's like, the, I would do it. Okay, fine. You put a microchip in me. It's like, what's the difference, dude? You know how many times I scan my face just to get a free quick app? And then, you know, like, because I, I don't want to buy it or I'm going to delete it or scan my face to fucking get into my Pornhub account. Like, what's the difference, dude? They have my face. They have my whole body scanned already. Every time you walk through airport security, they're probably scanning your body and saving it to make clones. Who cares? That's what I'm saying. Let go. I'm Chrissy. Let it go. It's like, who cares? Like, what are you going to do? Get in the way of everything in life? So what? It happens, Bubba Butt. Listen, Muffin Man. It's going to happen. Your body scan, they have your information. They have your information. I've been watching Homeland. I'm up to season eight. I've been watching Homeland with Carrie Matheson, a.k.a. Claire Danes, a.k.a. Saul Berenson, a.k.a. Mandy Patankin. I've been watching the show. They can do whatever they want. They can find you. They can download you. They can scan you. It doesn't matter. Like, you're not going to get the vaccine for what? Like, did you want to make this stand? Get, you're an egomaniac. You really think, like, that's what Bill Gates wants to do? He wants to clone you. Really? Why would he want to fucking do that? Why would he want to, you know, put a microchip in you? And then people like my iPhone, I don't want to give them any information. It's like, shut the fuck up. They have your information. No matter what you do, they have your info. Did you just Google George Washington gay? That was from something else. Oh, that was was from uh, the other thing. I love to, by the way, just I hate to backtrack, but it's the first episode Stay along for the ride. It's going to get more and more fun. Some of the people, when we decide to end History Hyenas, are saying like, oh, Chrissy, you went corporate because you got a true TV show. It's like the last video I posted was the top five people in history you didn't know were gay. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Who's going corporate? I'm on true TV. Why do you, I don't even think that's a TV network. <laughs> I'm proud, but it's like, that's not why you left the podcast. We want to do our own things, you fucking knuckleheads. But people are nuts. Tweeting you. People, I mean, people are tweeting me. I'm going to go. I'll never join your Patreon. Okay. Do you realize how mentally ill you have to be to even tweet that at somebody? I've been highly offended at shit. Highly offended at stuff. I've never tweeted at anybody. Never. I've just been like, ah, whatever. Whatever you do. I will make it only. I'm going to do a Patreon maybe after 10 episodes, but I also will make a fans an, an OnlyFans page where we're going to show my different skin tags. What is this? Oh, this is an OnlyFans page? The oddest OnlyFans accounts, if that's your kink. What's number one? Well, what's the difference between OnlyFans and Patreon? Can you get butt naked on Patreon? I'm sure you could, but I guess OnlyFans is what? For sex? sex workers made popular. That's the thing. Yeah, because I guess it made sex workers popular. That's the thing with sex is... You know, every time I have it, somebody gets pregnant, so I'm just done. I've been, dude, the amount of, I've been masturbating, lighting my belly button up. My belly button, because I am, the the length of, for whatever reason, the length of my penis, it's directly, when I'm laying down, it goes directly into my belly button. So since I've been a kid, I would just rub the base of my penis and let it splooge into my belly button. Like, for a while, I just thought that's what my belly button was, was just a little cum catcher. So... That's what I still do. I've just been masturbating a lot. But like, what do you think is the future of Only? I feel like it's just kind of a softcore prostitution. Thing. Yeah, OnlyFans feels like softcore prostitution in a way. That's a good point. That's why I think just make it all legal. But I think prostitution is probably not legal because they can't tax it, right? And it's like too much cash business because OnlyFans is legal. Like if a if a person goes on OnlyFans and starts sticking whatever up their ass or through their genitals, it, it's all legal. You, you're paying money for it. I've heard of, like, it's just bizarre that there's no-name people on it where they'll meet, they'll try to meet you off a dating app and pay you a rate to be posted on their OnlyFans. Interesting. 
Are guys on OnlyFans? I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, Tyga makes like millions a month. Getting naked? Yeah, no, he does scenes. He'll do... He like has sex on OnlyFans. A lot of them do. Oh, so you can actually... It's actually porn. It's, it's actually, actually a porn site. Yeah. Got it. Interesting, interesting, yeah, it's interesting. It's like training wheels for porn stars. Did she go in the... She, Vinny went in the back. Should we sign up? <laughs> Dude, do you want to sign up? She's in the back. Let's sign one up. We'll fucking do one. We'll, we'll pick like an anonymous name. Okay. Um, I do. A uh, yeah, I've never. Yeah, OnlyFans. Um, yeah, dude. I um. Yeah, it's it's an interesting, interesting thing. Social media is an interesting thing. I wonder too. I've been thinking a lot about social media. I wonder if we got rid of it or if we just charge $15 a month for it, if that would weed out a lot of the hate. Because as much as it brings us together, it, I know it sounds corny, but it really does push us, I think, further apart. Like so many things have become problematic because of social media. Like so many relationships have ended. So many fights have happened. So many, so much drama because of social media. And so much of your life gets dictated by it. We're like, you know, if you just get all of my friends from friends in the business who are very well-known people to, you know, just my friends from home, all of them have said, when I get off social media, when I take a social media break, my anxiety, my depression immediately goes down. My happiness immediately goes up. These are things you guys know. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but it's just like, I've really been thinking about it where it's like, I'm going to start paying Venetia to just run my Instagram and Twitter and let her be fucking depressed. Just let her deal with it. I'll have homeless pimple run my Facebook. Let him deal with the shit. You, you know what I mean? I don't want to deal with this stuff. I'm already dying over here. So, so I think I think like that. I wonder if if they could charge for social media. I know big tech will lose a lot of money because they get so much money off the ads and stuff like that. And if you charged it, it would immediately go down. But that would probably be the only solution, right? Is if you charged monthly fee for it, that would people really got to want to be on there to hate. That's why I didn't mind parlor. It's like, let all the people who want to be haters just go there. Like, I don't understand why you take it away. It's like telling the kid they can't push the button. They're going to push the button. So now you just made all these people go back on the apps and just get mad at nothing. And I've been saying this for a year or two. Like, I think most of the hate on social media, Twitter especially, is Russian bots, especially from watching Homeland. That is, they are all about, the Russians are all about subversion. And they said, fuck the Cold War, forget fighting toe to toe. No, no, we're going to infiltrate your society and spread you from the inside out. That's what we're going to do. So that's why anybody who ever tweets at me something negative, I just assume it's a bot. I just assume that they are a Russian bot and I go to Google Translate and I just write, you're a bot in Google Translate in Russian and I tweet that back. So I've said that before on podcasts and on shows like that's, but that's genuinely still what I do. But it's an addicting thing. You know, we've all watched the Netflix documentary, Social Dilemma, or if you haven't, go check that out. It's an interesting, interesting thing. But, you know, it's like your dopamine goes up in your brain. Like you get... You know, like, it's like an addiction, just like anything else, like just doing bumps of cocaine or sex addiction or, you know, just get addicted to something else. Now I'm addicted to reading the 48 Laws of Power, Homeland, and um, uh, dressing my dolls American Girl, dressing my daughter's American Girl dolls. That's literally my, I've changed my addictions. Now I'm addicted to Homeland, American Girl dolls for my daughter, and reading, reading books. But I still do go on social media too much. I mean, people were tweeting at me today and it was bothering me. But it's okay. Do you think like after this quarantine's over, there'll be like self-help groups? People live on it now. I don't understand how. Yeah, I think after the quarantine's over, there'll probably be a lot of self-help stuff. I do think the whole mental health, mentally ill thing has gotten a little out of control. It's like there's problems in life. Not everything is going to be freaking roses for you every step of the way it's like i think people forget it's like everybody's mental health is not in crisis it's like life gets hard sometimes it's like well what do you want me to do you think everyone's gonna have a good day every day it's like people got issues man it's like yeah there's times to be depressed there's times to power through there's times to let go but everybody any time anybody's sad they're like how's your mental health it's like i i get it man not everyone's going to commit suicide. The ones who do commit suicide, it's sad and it's unfortunate. But I view suicide as a disease like a cancer. Like if cancer's in your body and it's going to kill you, it's like the people who are suicidal are going to be suicidal. It's something that it's unfortunate. But it's like 
everyone's going to die, you know? Like, so that's just what killed them. People like, oh, they're so selfish. I love when people say, I don't love when people, that's crazy. I love when people say, uh, you know, people uh, who are suicidal are, um, are selfish. It's like, no, they're not. They have a disease. Thank God you don't have it, fuckface. Thank God your brain chemistry isn't in a place that makes you want to take your own life every 10 minutes because somebody tweeted something negative at you. Just be thankful. Dude. We're all walking bags of brain chemistry. Our brain and everybody has different uh, reactions to things and different experiences throughout their life. So have formed different chemicals that are surplus or minus in their head. So that's what it is. I think like people forget like, oh, everybody has to act like me. No, they don't. Everybody's different. But get away. But listen, if you're in a relationship with someone and you feel like it's toxic or there's bad blood, like certainly move away. But I'm just saying like, don't fucking jump down people's throats all the time because they're acting a little different or thinking a little different than you. Fuck Gavin Newsom, by the way. Pimp just pulled something out. Gavin Newsom cancels California COVID. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Newsom canceled California's COVID-19 stay-at-home orders. Oh, so they're free. California's free. There you go. Wow. What is today's date? January 23rd, 24th? I think it's like the 26th. 26th. When is this going to come out? Can we put this out in two days? Yeah, I was thinking like as soon as possible. Oh, wow. This is coming out on Thursday. No, on... We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But it seems like things are opening up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, things are opening up now. California. I got to go there. Two weeks on, two weeks off. How are we going to do this potty waddy when I go to California, bubs? Zoom? You're coming out. I'm in the bag. I'm definitely going to come Dude, I'm just going to fly you out. Let's do it. I'm just going to get an Airbnb, but also the great Timmy Dillon said I could stay with him. Timmy Dillon said I could stay with one of his guesties. So, but the thing is with Tim Dillon, what he doesn't get is that, yes, you've invited me over, but when you invite me, that also includes my humongous Puerto Rican family. So they're coming too. So you better understand that whatever quiet suburban California street you live on, Mr. Timmy Dill, you better understand that fucking Pito's coming, Junior's coming, we're, you know, you better have Goya, you better have Adobo. We're coming in. We're piling into a 1998 Toyota Corolla, and we're coming down there, and we're staying in one of your guesties. We should rent that Airbnb for him and go fucking do a pod from there. Yeah, Timmy can't do Airbnb now, so we'll rent one. We're going to rent the Airbnb just for Tim and invite you over as a guest. <laughs> Here we go. Sadness versus depression. Here's the important signs that you must not ignore. If you, it, how, do they, how do you know if you're just sad or violently depressed? Number one, here's how you can find out whether you're suffering from regular sadness or depression. So um, every day may seem like a struggle and things may not work in your favor. Keeping your head high and moving forward towards the next chapter of your life is what keeps you sane and content. That said, sadness is part of life. See? But when it turns to depression, it's severe anxiety. So it's okay. They're saying it's okay to be sad. But depressed is like, you know when you're like you really depressed? Like when I used to be a physical therapist when I was working in a hospital, when like you don't take a shower, like you're not brushing your teeth or combing your hair, like that's depression. And that's also like a lot of people like, I'm in 10 out of 10 pain. I'm in 10 out of 10 pain. No, true 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 pain is literally, forget about the mental health of it, like you're in so much pain that you, you're not bathing, you're not seeing your family, you're vomiting. Like that's, most people are in about five or less out of 10 pain, but because our minds are so powerful, we're saying I'm at 10 out of 10 pain. It's like, no, I've seen people when I've been a physical therapist, when I was working at the rounds at, at NYU in the hospital, like with actual 10 out of 10 pain, like they can't move. Like every moment of their life is excruciating. That's true 10 out of 10 pain. But when I hear people say I'm in so much fucking pain, that's why I stopped doing physical therapy too. Where it was like, cause you know, I would see people in real pain and then I'd have to deal with some, like when I was working in Long Island, I would have to deal with like some fucking house mom. It's like, I have a sprained pinky toe. It's like legit the worst. I feel like my life's over. It's 10 out of 10 pain. I would be like, just shut up, shut fucking cut off your pinky toe and just make a ring out of it. You rich bitch. Real quick. I wrote down, uh, my favorite show is Ariel America. Go watch Ariel America on the Smithsonian network. It's literally just, it's literally just a drone or a helicopter. I don't know what they use flying around getting tours of states and countries and places. It's, I literally watch, I'm going to add Ariel America to things I'm addicted to. So putting, putting clothes on my daughter's American Girl doll, Ariel America, 48 Lords of Power, and what's the other thing I said? Oh, watching Homeland. Yeah, and OnlyFans. Yeah, and OnlyFans, and also my phone. I think it'd be cool if, when we go do dates, maybe you take tours of the national parks and rate them. 100%, dude. 
I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to go take tours of national parks wherever I go. I'm also willing, when this next child is born, I'm also willing to take mushrooms. Something I'm willing to do. Homeless pimp just lit up. Yeah, homeless pimp takes shrooms and goes to national parks. I'm very, very, very willing and able to do that. Another fun fact that I learned today, because um, I just wanted, you know, each episode, like I, I, I'm always watching history stuff. I'm always watching, um, I'm always trying to learn like a new fact of the day. I learned that Greenland is the world's biggest island. Did you know that? Greenland, world's biggest island. And Greenland is full of ice. Iceland's full of green. One of the lost Viking colonies was on Greenland in the 1500s and they all just disappeared. And you know what they all died of for some reason? Some random middle ear infection. They found their bodies and they were, all their middle ears, their eardrums had exploded. So it's like, what the hell were they doing? And you know, they used to sell Falcons. The old school Vikings used to sell Falcons to the Italians. That's nuts, right? They used to sell Falcons and fucking walrus meat. That was their biggest exports. But it's pretty crazy. Greenland is a crazy place. Oh, I also watch World's Toughest Prisons. Go on Netflix and watch World's Toughest Prisons with this new guy. I think his name is Raphael Rowe. It's a good show. He's actually a sick guy, the host of that, because he was in prison for 12 years for a murder he didn't commit. And every single episode starts exactly the same with him put, willingly putting himself in this prison and then and then them him getting butt naked and, and them anal cavity searching him. And he does it every prison and has the camera on every... I've, you see this guy's na bare naked ass getting a gloved up fist up at every single episode. But they did one on a prison in Greenland. Dude, there's a prison in Greenland right now where they let the inmates out for work every day like they go work a nine to five and then they come back at night for prison how crazy is that they just come back at night for jail so it's like if you're gonna get arrested go to greenland but it's a lot of fucking like you know can you say eskimo or you can't say that i don't think you could say eskimo but they look like eskimo um i love the david tell joke eskimos are, as i like to call them snow mexicans um david tell <laughs> David tells great. Alaska natives, okay, no more Eskimo. I'm sorry, they're the Inuits. Inuits is now the current term, but that's only in Alaska. What's a, a native Greenlander called? I guess it, because they have that Asiatic look, but a lot of them are, you know, much like the Native Americans of America, they're just kind of alcoholics that just get ripped and they get drunk and just want to fucking, you know, eat whale blubber and shit. Kaliat Nunat. Kaliat Nunat. That's the name. Um, the the Kaliat Nunat people. So watch that. Watch that. Um, on that uh, on the Netflix show, World's Toughest Prisons, it's fucking it's a wild, wild show. Um, but yeah, I love because I like I like you know I like learning a little bit about the Vikings today because it's like you know that's what this podcast is. The Vikings are seafarers; they're just exploring new territories, and that's what we're doing here at Chris Stefano presents Chrissy Chaos. Okay, I got a Viking head and a Viking body. I have the I have the head of a Viking man, the body of a Viking woman, and we are exploring new territories, and we are taking this boat, and we're going to wherever the hell we want to go. Um, oh, here's a real, here's a, here's a thing that I wrote down. This is something that, you know, you can write into the show or tweet it at me at Christie comedy, um, or DM me at Christie comedy. And then we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll put the email in. Um, what would you rather dot? What, if I gave you three choices, would you rather be eaten by an animal? You're eaten dead by an animal burned alive in a fire, or you have an earache for the rest of your life, but you get to live. What would you do? Because I feel like I'd fucking rather die in a fire than get eaten by an animal. It's like, I'm not going to give my body up for someone else's pleasure. No. So I'd rather just have you burn me alive. And also because my ass is so fat and I got so much extra fat that I feel like maybe I could survive the steak, the being burned to the steak. Be like, wow, this guy really is a witch. And then like having an earache is the most painful thing to me. It just sucks so much that I would not want to have an earache for the rest of my life. I'd rather just fucking kill. I'd rather just be killed. You too, Pim? Like an earache for a month. I'm like, just shoot me. Yeah. No. So. You got some strange facts about Vikings if you want to. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's some strange Viking facts and then we'll, we'll close the show because I like to just, you know, Viking is a fitting theme for me for the first Chrissy Chaos episode because we're just going, we're just exploring. We're getting out there. We're seeing what's what. Viking women enjoyed some basic rights. Viking girls got hitched as young as 12 years old and had to mind the household while their husbands sailed off on adventures. That's me on an adventure while my 12-year-old wife is just sitting there fucking, <laughs> she's just sitting there doing her homework and making me food. Um, Viking men spent most of their time farming. See, that's the thing. You think Vikings were just cutting each other's heads off and shitting on each other's chests and putting on helmets and going berserk. A lot of times they were just planting seeds. 
They were just farming. The vast majority peacefully sowed barley, rye and oats, and then they raised cattle, goats, pigs, and sheep on their small farms, which is what... So that's really... It's like history... You know, I re, it really wasn't until the Minnesota Vikings football team made that helmet. That's like a thing that was created. Like, that's not really what they look like. That's a, that's a football symbol. But it's come... You know, in the con, is it nomen culture? What do you say? The nomen culture? What's the word? Oh, I have, I have no You know idea. what I mean? Yeah, I know no, what you're saying. The nomen culture, the nomenclature. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Vikings skied for fun. That's another thing. They skied for fun 6,000 years ago. Ancient Russians, they say, may have invented skiing, but uh, Norsemen uh, like to ski. Uh, Viking gentlemen preferred being blonde. Wow. They like being blondies. They're be- they actually would bleach their hair. And lightened as well. So it's like you think these tough guy Vikings who were scavengers and scoundrels and all that, but they were dyeing their hair bleach blonde. They were legit putting highlights in their hair. Vikings never part of a unified group. That I knew. They were never really, they never referred to themselves as the Vikings. They were just different tribes that kind of lived. And see, that's they made their world small. The Vikings were so successful because they made their world small. They weren't around. They weren't worried what was going on in the Qin Dynasty, which would one day become China. They didn't give a shit about that. They weren't worried about the Great Wall. They said, listen, we get on a boat. We fish. We go look at other lands. We try to conquer them. Now we go the fuck back to our little huts. We're not, we're not being concerned with the world's problems. They also were known for their excellent hygiene. Rowing boats and between rowing boats and decapitating enemies, Viking men must have stunk to high Valhalla, right? Oh, God, what a cornball. No, they said the opposite. They turned up, they had tweezers, razors, combs, and ear cleaners. Maybe that's why they got the ear infections and died. They were cleaning their ears. You can't go too deep with a Q tip. But the Vikings didn't know that. Sven didn't know that yet. They also, this is not another fact that's not on there. And I, I believe we've mentioned this, I've mentioned this before on podcasts, maybe even mentioned on History Hyenas, um, is, is, um, they were the, one of the first groups of people to ever indulge in biological warfare. What they would do is when their boat, they would take it across whatever ocean or sea they were going to invade you. The rats quite often on the boats would get infected with whatever type of disease was on the boat. That's, that's a thing that, you know, rats have been spreading disease for, for eons and would, you know, insects, infect sailors and all that. So they would see like pus coming out of the rats. And when they would get close to the land, in the, it, it, when they would like be doing a siege, they would take the infected rats, light their tails on fire, and then shoot them on an arrow over the walls into the place that they were going to siege and let the rats for a month bite and infect everybody and let the fucking disease kill the people so they could go in and beat up a weakened army. Biological warfare by the Vikings. And they tweezed their eyebrows. And they were clean kids. This has been Chris Stefano presents Chrissy Chaos. We don't have a Patreon yet, but we're probably going to make one. Follow me at Christy Comedy, ChristyComedy.com. I got a lot of stand-up dates coming up. Come to the shows. Have fun. We got Atlantic City, Phoenix. We got all types of stuff. I will be doing a true TV show. Watch it. Don't watch it. Whatever you want to do, babe. I got another podcast called Hey Babe with Sal Volcano, and I love Giannis Papas, okay? We're still good friends. I'm going to kiss that kid on the lips next time I see him, which is going to be soon. <laughs>